Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to Living the Dream Almost Live. Yes, we're back for 2022. My name's Mark Cridland. I produce this, or try to hold this all together. I don't know how to terminology, I'm not sure, but anyway, uh, I'm joined by our irregular comedians, Mr. Paul Tingey and Mr. Trevor Philgood, as well as a menagerie of different characters joining us along the way. Uh, this week, we talk about what we've been doing and how Christmas and New Year went for us all. Uh, TikTok updates on TikTok. We've got new people on TikTok. Um, the lady who sells farts and burritos in Korea. We also talk about New Year's Eve traditions and some of the weird stuff that Paul's family gets up to. The massive amount of ostriches running through the streets and Paul has a new video doorbell. We also reminisce about the old radio show. Back in 2013, we started this as a radio show. Blimey, how's it still going? I have no idea. But anyway, um, as well as all that lot, we have a special guest for our weird and wonderful nonsensical quiz. He is Mr. Nigel Lovell, the man in the bowler hat. Yes, he's very funny and he's very good at quizzes. And strangely enough, he has a weird obsession with Geraldine. Mm. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another week of Living the Dream Almost Live. So good evening, chaps. How are we all? Good evening, Nigel. I'm alright. I'm good. I am good. It's nice. Happy New Year. Yes, happy new year. Yes. We're back, We're back at last for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Yule, Merry Christmas! And all that. Yes, yes. You all have a good, uh, a good festive break, as it were. I'd lovely festive break. I, I, uh, I had four, no, five days straight off from work. Boom! Bloody hell! Boom goes the brain box. Uh, yeah, it's lovely. Did you remember lovely. what you do when you went back? Um, to be honest, I did turn up to my old job. I, I turned up in the supermarket. Started um, uh, stacking the freezer shelves. How long were you there before they realised that you didn't work there anymore? Um, when they realised that the, the uniform definitely didn't fit me anymore, uh, because I was very thin when I worked back then. I think I might get an arm through into my trousers now. All those years ago, man. I was a size 30, 32 waist back then. What? Uh, I was 52. I'm a size 38 now. Too bad. It's not too bad. Um, how about you, Trev? Did you have a good uh, good time? I'm, I'm well, yes. Uh, this week, on Monday, I became an uncle, which is very weird. Mm. Trying to feel good with, with a nephew. No, it's not going to go well, is it? He'll be doing comedy with a, with a bum bag and a hat. And uh, he'll probably be on this, but he'll probably be on this being uh, uh, more funny than I am in a couple of years. So, um, if it was a, if, if the baby was a girl, would you have been an auntie? No, that's not how it works. No, that <laughs> no, that would be my niece. Even I know that. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I um, there's somebody I used to go to school with, and when she got pregnant, she seriously asked the doctor, "Are you hundred percent it's mine?" Because he has been sleeping around. 
Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. That'd be stupid. She the kind of girl that thinks she can get pregnant off a toilet seat? No, no. She's fully aware of how how it all works. How it all works. Yeah. But somehow she thought another lady's eggs had gone flying up her tubes. You never know now. (laughs) We started rude early, haven't we? (laughs) What you need, really... Um, is uh, is a lecturer to tell them what to do. Oh, yeah. who's that in the corner of the screen? It's a man who has just as much hair as Paul. <laughs> yes. Right, cool. spot. Picking on Trev, not me. I don't like it. I know, it makes a change. Um, but yes, we have Larry the lecturer at last, who has his own TikTok. I he saw. It came up. yet. It came up on my FYP. Really? Yeah, or FPY, whatever it's called. Mm. I know all the TikToks languages. Yes, uh, no, For You page, that's what it's called. Is that what it's I called? know, I'm, I'm the king of TikTok. Ish. Ish. I know, I know all the tickers. You know all of Kesha's song. Yeah. TikTok. TikTok. Yes. Uh, but, um, Larry's, Larry's here to... Uh, Larry's... Educate you all because you're all fucking numpties. Larry's been moonlighting because he came on that thing we do on a Wednesday before Christmas. What? Yes. Yeah, he did, yes. Mm. I called him Alan Wicker. Uh, what else did I call him? <laughs> he looked up. Have you seen the episode of uh, Dad's Army where where Captain Manor and Stream Brother turns up, Paul? Yes. Yeah, he looks like a bit like um, old Paul Faced. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, see, he knows what it is. Only because I'd seen it like a couple of weeks before. <laughs> Without the glasses, anyway. Yes, yeah. Those from Larry all sorts of names. Yeah, um, I, I did. Let's get this right. That thing we do on a Wednesday, we've had Critters, we've had AMJ, we've had Dave, we've had Larry. <laughs> Are Geraldine and I the only ones who aren't turncoats? Pretty much. I bet yeah. Screw will go, turn up soon. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, you know. It's only because I had a free Wednesday. I didn't have anything else to do. I mean, the um, the pub quizzes come back uh, this week. So the pub quizzes are back at the uh, at the Hood and Horse or Westwood Cross. Uh, free to play every Wednesday. Get book the table for 8 o'clock onwards. Uh, it's free. It's free. Why not have a play? Um, You're making it so sound so prodigious. I I just I had an evening off, so I thought I'd go and do it. It's it's oh. fine. And then I bought Larry yeah, as well. Larry wandered in with his uh, with his boots. He's got big boots. He likes to walk around the place. Has he got a penis? Have you checked? Have you checked? You got to check on a puppet if he's got a penis, haven't you? Stop doing that to the puppet. No one else can see that. St- stop it. He'll go blind. Oh no, he already has. He's wearing glasses. Yep, yep, yep. Do you not? Do you not know who's on this week, Paul? It's uh, Benefit Bear and uh, and the Crocodile one. <laughs> I can't remember his name. What's the Crocodile one called? Clayton. Clayton. That's it. Clayton's on this week. Is that why he couldn't be here tonight? Yeah, probably. Crocodiles. Uh, you have to remember that all of these people have got uh, you know the the alliteration is right, apart from Dave the Elephant. <laughs> so Geraldine Giraffe. Clayton Crocodile, Cyril the Squirrel, uh, Benefit Bear, Larry the Lecturer, not the Professor. Trevor the Feel Good. Trevor the... T- <laughs> Oi! 
So, um, who's going to kick us off with the first weird bit of news? Um, Trev, I know you've been excited with some uh, with some weird news. So, what have you got for us? I think you've probably got the same news as I have, which is the lady who's made lots of money a week selling farts has been hospitalised for trying to fart too much. No, I haven't got this one. Is that you haven't got that one? No. no. She went to the doc. She went to the doctor, and she didn't tell the doctor what she'd been doing. But um, her her diet of beans and uh, lots of other things that make her fart had made her too gassy. She thought she was having a heart attack. Why would you buy farts? Discuss. Um, because in Japan, I think it's Japan. In Japan, they do have vending machines where you can buy used knickers. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff in Japan. It's just really weird. Um, I mean, there is one thing that you can't get out of a, uh, out of a vending machine. Uh, they do all sorts of stuff, but... And we don't do bungee jumping! Don't do bungee jumping. <laughs> she, she was it, eating a diet of beans, eggs and banana-produced shakes she was drinking. Yes. And she, she didn't know what... And eating banana-rama. Mm-hmm. Well, if you eat banana army, much fart, I don't know. <laughs> so you can buy used knickers in Japan. Yeah. yeah. Why? What, what would you do with them? I, I don't, some... don't, don't answer that. I had somebody at university who, to make a uh, new, uh, is a friend of a friend, and she used to sell socks and tights and knickers online. People would pay like 40 quid. She'd just go to. Like the, the equivalent of Primark back in those days, and buy a load of cheap, cheap knickers and just wear them for the nice. day. Sometimes she just used to spray them. <laughs> what? This lady is, has announced her retirement from farting in jars after she was hospitalised. That's a shame. Good, isn't it? You've got to buy some, weren't you? She was a star of 90 Day Fiance TV. I don't even know what that is. No idea. I mean, no. um, leading on, leading on from um, eating stuff that makes you smart. Have you seen that North Korea have uh, made a really weird claim recently? The biggest Brussels sprout. No, no. They're claiming. Is it? Uh, oh, is God. is it that they invented the burrito or, or something like that? Yes, that Kim Jong oh. Il created the burrito. Um, Kim Il now Kim Jong dead. Yes, he is. But um, uh, apparently, they're now saying in this nice bit of, um, uh, what do you call it, propaganda, that, uh, that yes, Kim Jong-il created it in 2011, because, of course, he is the supreme leader. And, um, yeah, he has a uh, meticulous interest in burritos, because the uh, the Mexican Tex-Mex dish has now gone... Yeah, it's blown up. Everyone loves it in uh, in Korea. Up in North Korea in the same sentence. <laughs> yes, it was an explosive burrito. That's what caused all the farting. That's what caused wouldn't the it, Wouldn't it be as, uh, funnier if he said he invented the chicken supreme instead of the burrito? Yes, the chicken supreme leader. I invented leeks. Invented what? Leeks. Links. Oh, you're the African king, aren't you? No, leeks. No, the oh, sorry. So you're big leeks. Onions. I invented onions. 
What, what country? What country? No. In the UK? Boy, no quiz yet. No. No, but, don't you dare quiz, boy. No. It's not Dave. It's not Dave. Which Sorry. country in the UK is sinking? What? Which country? Sunderland. Okay, is sinking. I thought that was a joke, but it didn't work, did it? Sunderland. No. Um, Con- country. 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 England. No. After Brexit. Wales. Uh, Wales, you are correct, DJ Critters. Because of all the leaks in the ground. That's terrible. <laughs> I genuinely thought that was a proper news story. Yep. It, it was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too much whiskey in my drink before the start of the show. <laughs> too much whiskey? You sure it's not orange juice? Uh, by the way, listeners, I've not had any whiskey or orange juices. Just a joke. But did you have a drink over Christmas period? Um, yeah, otherwise I'd have died of dehydration. I mean, an, 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 an old, old alcoholic drink. Oh, an alcoholic, yeah, I did. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? What was your favourite tipple for Christmas? My favourite tipple, uh, if he's listening, was the red wine that my boss got me for Christmas. That was my favourite. Cruel mm. uh, ass. Yeah. So you, got, you got wine from your boss. I got a bottle of mead from my boss. Oh. My boss is. Lit, was it? Oh, no. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> What? <laughs> I was going to say, was there a bottle of Lee Mead's piss? Or actually, I was going to say spunk. But um, do you know, he, he's doing all right for himself, only old Lee Mead. Yeah. Either of you two know who he is? No. Yeah, he's, Denise fell out on his ex-boyfriend. And now she's split up with an uh, ex-boyfriend now. Because I know everything about the old uh, ladies of the 90s. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm I'm doing the AMG job. That's what he does, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, look, oh, you remember the 90s? Remember Get Your Own Back with uh, Dave Benson Phillips? That's what he does, isn't it? Right. Has anyone noticed that AMJ's not here yet? No one's mentioned it. Well, the thing is, uh, that's why Peter Kay's disappeared, because AMJ's got him in his basement writing his new material. <laughs> do you remember parties? Do you remember, do you remember Christmas? Have oh, you know, it was already like 11 days ago. Oh, was, AMJ's uh, been writing on Facebook, but he's not, you know, he's been posting on Facebook, but he's not joined us here. No. And he was looking at some pretentious modern art earlier as well. Yeah. He does that on Wednesdays. He watches, he doesn't He doesn't join in. I think he just likes watching. He, like, he can't watch this, can he? Uh, it's either that or watching uh, the uh, Trevor Filgren Ask Me Anything on, uh, on TikTok at the weekends. Yeah, well, that depends how drunk I am normally. It, it gets a bit messy. It can be quite entertaining. So, um, you're talking to TikTok. How do people find you on TikTok? At Trevor Feelgood. Because I like to do my proper branding for everything. You, you can search yep. on TikTok for Larry the Lecturer as well. Oh, that's the only reason you said it for, isn't it? Just to promote well, your own puppet. Well. Oh, am I, follow- am I following you? I don't know. I can't remember what my, uh, what my username is. Uh, yeah, no, I mean... I'm- Am I, fo- am I following Larry? I'm on TikTok as Radio Voice Mark. I'm on Somebody's changed my name, so I'm pretty sure I just had at Paul Tingy. But my, my son changed it to try and make me more trendy and popular on TikTok. Um, <laughs> I've only posted one video, and it's amassed more than all of his um, video viewings, just the one video. So I'm happy about that. Um, 
but I am at the underscore Paul underscore Tingy. That is a very pretentious, and I love it. Yes. So yeah. So if anyone is on TikTok and they want to uh, join in with some uh, some of us, then why not? Have a look. Check us out on there. Well, um, even Nitra started following me eight hours ago. Um, Paul, have you got any weird news stories at all? Um, I, I, I was going. It's more of a weird question Ooh. that was inspired by um, a story that I heard over the Christmas period. Family traditions. Family. What is a family tradition? Oh, no, sorry. A New Year's Eve family tradition. What was it for you guys? Uh, this year was was getting drunk and watching Hootenanny, which I've never watched before. Which because I've done it one year now, it can be a tradition of okay. watching Jules Holland in the beginning of December, pretending it is January when it's not. It's not Jules Holland. You can pretend that you're celebrating. He's what it really annoyed me. It's not live. Oh, what are you going to do, Jim Moyer, in the new year? No, this is recorded on December thirteenth. And of course, it's I know filmed it is. locally as well, filmed up at Mainstone Studios. And is it? Yeah, yeah. Studios since um, 2013. It's been at Mainstone Studios. Yep, um, I I've watched it when Adam Ant and Madness were the uh, main attractions for the Hootenanny. Mm. Yeah, we always watch the uh, Hootenanny, have a few drinks, watch the Hootenanny, uh, and switch over to watch all the fireworks at midnight. Oh, the drone show, as it mainly is now. Um, I quite like the drones. What do you reckon? I like the drones. I like the drones indeed. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's quite uh, quite snazzy. I mean, it, um, I think it was was it Japan or China that did it first? It was it was one of the Asian countries anyway. They did it first, and then of course lots of other countries now follow suit and uh, do all that over uh, the uh, the New Year period. Where's Trevor's just gone? He's just gone. Mickey mouth. I need a shit, and then went away. I know. Favorite, my favorite part of um, the drones. Um, was that I managed to convince my mum that there was about two or three thousand drone pilots stood along the banks of the Thames, flying them individually. Nice. That. But that New Year's tradition, how's this for New Year's tradition? As Big Ben chimes 12, or bongs 12, his last chime of 12, when officially the New Year starts in the UK, they run out the house, and it's the first one to get their penis on the next door neighbour's car. <laughs> nice. Yep. Um, yep. Is it a particular next door neighbour? Uh, one side or the other? Well, they, is it a particular kind of car that they put their penis on? Well, it's a semi-detached house. Make your own jokes. Um, <laughs> and then uh, it's, it's just their, their, their car, whatever their car is at the time. What if it's like really, really cold? I t- I'd love it year that their penis got stuck on the car and the neighbour came. What are you doing? Or if they got a ring doorbell and they got to see what was happening on their drive every year. <laughs> yeah, what what bring... started this tradition of uh, putting your penis on the car? Was it just like one year we're going to do it and now we're like, should we do what we did last year? Come on. It's a bit it chilly. Started by Paul's great, 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 great granddad in a first car. He has to run outside and whack his penis on a Ford Model T. Um, oh, oh, you can find one of those Dickie on a horse. 
Dicky Tingy? Is that old, old Dicky Tingy's great great granddad? I oh, know, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. That's where um, his nickname from. Apparently, it, it was a dare gong wrong that started it. Okay. There you go. That's, that's all I know of the story. I overheard it um, when when I was out. And I thought it'd be impolite of me to turn around and start asking questions and go, hold on, I want some answers for my podcast. Please supply them. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? Um, I've got another one more, um, which was, have you both seen um, Jumanji? Which one? Yes. Well. Both, yes. All of them. I've only seen yeah. the first one with Robin Williams. I've seen all three. Come on, Jumanji me the question. Which one was it that at the end they came out of the cafe and there was a stampede in the real life? That was uh, that was Jumanji Two. Welcome to the Jungle. No, that's the first one. Oh, reload. I don't know. The second one with the rock in. That is the one. It is. Well, on on January the tenth this year, a similar thing happened in a Chinese city. I can't pronounce the name of the city, and I'm not going to try because I will probably offend people <laughs> with my pronunciations. But yeah, um, in a Chinese city, there was over 80 ostriches running through the streets late at night. Do you know what I heard? There was 80 Austrians running. <laughs> I've got a cold. Is it a cold? I didn't think it was a cold anymore. It's a COVID, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a COVID. No, <laughs> no I've only got a cold. It's fine. So, but yeah... Um, Apparently they escaped from a zoo and just went mental running through the streets just um, to get, yeah, cause absolute chaos. Luckily it was late at night, so it didn't really cause too much traffic issues. But um, yeah, there was a hell of a lot of them. And the police took hours to round them all up and get them back onto the farm. Uh, And the good news, of course, no injuries reported uh, on the ostriches or any people, so everyone was fine. Hooray! Good tell news you, at the end of it. I I got a new doorbell over the Christmas period where it's got a vid- that ties in nicely with ostriches. <laughs> well, it would do because I, I I can see what's going on because it's a video doorbell, mm. um, but not a ring. Is it a ring one or is it no, very expensive? Mm. Um, but it, it was a. Uh, it, I just got a notification saying there was there's movement outside the door. So I just quickly went, there was a spider crawling over the camera. I thought you some, someone had gone to the toilet on your um, porch when you said there was a movement outside your door. <laughs> oh, that'd have been... I, I, had, I had someone from work say that they had their delivery done in their garden and they <laughs> checked the photo on the uh, the phone and uh, the person the delivery man had put it on a porch that was like two, like five doors down the road on someone else's porch. Like, oh, <laughs> how could, oh, just that over there, but over there, it's fine. Where's Trev working at the moment, anyway? Um, I'm in between Poundland and the porn industry. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, Boom. well, you, you, I, I work for the porn industry, but I work with the older actresses, so some of the work has dried up. And so have the actresses. So I can't always... That's just wrong. They don't make that noise anymore. No, no, no not in that prime. They're asking where their pension book is most of the time. Is the post office open today? I need to draw my pension. This is being recorded, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, welcome to 2022, people. Um, we're living the dream almost live. 
Oh, did you see the other day, actually? I, I had a picture come up on my, uh, it was Time Hop, uh, of eight years ago when Mr. Adam Morrison-Jones and Steve Harbottle performed live on Living the Dream, and it was very strange to see. Very strange. Years ago, when it was a live radio show. Live radio show. He had seen that not, years ago. I'm not being rude about Adam Morrison-Jones, but... He's aged a lot since eight years. He looks like a child in that picture. <laughs> well, not- you should see some of the pictures from when when I started. Yeah, you know, back back when we first started doing Living the Dream back in 2013. 2013, we started doing Living the Dream. Uh, it was in June, 14th of June, 2014, 2013. It was the first live Living the Dream radio show. With me this used to be on the radio. He's been yeah. bloody hell. There's no swearing though. We were really good at not swearing on the radio. Yeah. Well, some of us were. Yes, there were a couple of occasions where um, things weren't awry. But yes, yes, it was uh, the Living the Dream live radio show. Now this is why this is Living the Dream almost live because we record it. Ah, I Fred, get it. You never, you never guess who was the main culprit for swearing. I don't think Geraldine or Dave existed then, was it? And Geraldine Geraldine was as well, because she was Geraldine the Enforcer. Um, Uh, I think that was the first time I had Orange before going on air. Yeah, it was AMJ. I think I only swore once, didn't I, Critters? I think so. And then we also had that one um, issue with a guest who said about a shop that was shut down, but they weren't actually shut down. And now they're quite famous. Yeah, the person, not the shop. The shop has now shut down. Yeah, the shop has now shut down. But yeah, we had a complaint and he actually had to come back and uh, apologise. But now the guy's quite famous. He's done. Uh, he's even done stuff with Ant and Deck. So, yeah. uh, and he still lives in Dover. Steve, Stephen Mulhern. Oh. And now he's he, he also had a sold-out show, didn't he? Sold-out tour, yeah. which he cancelled because of the COVID. Yeah. I had Gareth Dorian on my... Uh, a community radio show which you're not allowed to swear on because they lose their FM license and uh, he said something and I said no that's wrong and he went oh fucking hell and I was like, oh, no you can't say that on, on, on the radio <laughs> and I didn't swear once I'm very proud of it that I didn't swear once on there we did get told off once because we played um, Tenacious D's um, album or talked about it and we changed it to Fudger Gently, and we got told off by the people in the bar because we'd said the wrong word. We said, Fudge! We did say Fudge! It wasn't, it wasn't what you thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, um, I think it may be time to bring in our got- guests and Dave. Well, what have you got? Have you got something else you want to bring up quickly then, Trevor? I've got one new story. I don't know where it'll go. A chunky squirrel gets stuck in a bird feeder and eats all, all the nuts. That was Cyril. Go. Yeah, Cyril's let himself go. It was crazy. Yeah. bumped off Bloody the box. Cyril. Made him comfy. <laughs> yeah, see, you thought you'd bumped him off, but no, he just went and got fat. i tell you what, I think it's time for the quiz. Yeah. Should we get yes. Dave? Is Dave around? Um, no, he's he's quite, he's looking quite thin at the moment. Really? Yeah. He's got a hand up his ass. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? Dave, Dave, are you there? Yeah, 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 I am. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. And hope everyone has a lovely Christmas. Yeah. Good. 
Right. Um, so we we got we got uh, Trevor Fieldgoods, we got uh, Mark Critlands, and we got, ooh, we got two special guests tonight. We got one person making their debut, and someone who's coming back on popular demand of because no one else was available. I mean, by all of our listeners because they loved him so much last time, and uh, I've got it on good authority that Geraldine really wanted him back. So I'm sure they're going to have some fun later. So, celebrity mystery guest who's returning, reveal yourself, please. But not like that, like you did last week. Hi, I'm Nigel, Nigel Lovell, and uh, it's lovely to be here. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. And and brand new celebrity guest, reveal yourself, please. Who, me? Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Me. Uh, I'm Larry, of course. Larry, Larry, Larry the lecturer. Mm. Well, would you lecture? People. I lecture students. Perfect. Sounds you perfect. lecture students? Hmm. Nice. <laughs> um, before a lawsuit comes our way, let's carry on. So, we're going to get everyone to introduce themselves and a fun fact about themselves. The one with glasses and a beard, but not a Mohican. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, I'm Joe Feelgood, and eventually my uh, doing community service means I won't have to do this quiz anymore. And and uh, I've just become an uncle, which is a fun fact about myself. Congratulations. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing this T-shirt, which no one can see. Ah, I remember when I become an auntie and I went around... Uh, to my sister's house, and uh, she just finished giving, giving the wee little bird some food. And she said, Do you want to wind him? And I thought that's a bit harsh, so I just gave it a dead leg instead. Right. Thank you very much, Jody. Um, the, the, the one with a Mohican and glasses in the bed, introduce yourself, please, with a fun fact. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm Mark, or uh, some people say DJ Critters, whichever you want to do it. Um, I produce this, and um, this year. I'm going to be turning 20. Oh, congratulations. And, and, and I've heard through the grapevine that you're, you're, you're renewing your wedding vows to your lovely Wi-Fi. Yes, on our eighth wedding anniversary, we're doing a whole hand fastening. Uh, so that's coming up later this year. Hand fastening? Mm. Mm, sounds exciting. Mm. Um, and the uh, returning mystery guest, who we now know is Nigel Lovell, reveal yourself, please. Hi, I'm Nigel Lovell, still, and um, fun fact about myself, yesterday I was filming something that is in the Batman, uh, what's it, the Batman canon of films. Ooh, what was it? I'm not allowed to tell you, but it's a series on HBO that sounds very much like Jenny Worth. Oh, I can't wait to see it. And uh, uh, oh, oh my goodness, we've got a proper star on the show. Make sure we plug the shit out of that. Right. And uh, Larry, the lecturer. Yeah, that's are you right. in your own team? Are you on DJ Critter's team? Uh, I'll, I'll sit here and just, just don't labour myself. Okie dokie. Uh, hands away, I can see him, please, Larry. Right. We're going to start off with... Drift feel good today. Then we're going to go DJ Critters and Larry, and then we're going to go with the lovely Nigel Lovell. Right, first question. How long is the New Zealand beach? 
that is called the 90 mile beach how long is it in miles is there a nudist beach no oh shame I think it, it's, it's about that long about that long Geraldine can you long. Uh, he's off the screen so I'll, I'll have to guess the answer uh, yeah, so it was miles. It was miles that way and miles that... Um, I don't know. Uh, 80 miles. 80 miles, you say? Okay, so I've put that in the memory bank. I've also got some memory bank images of my favourite guest of all time, Nigel Lovell. Oh, you're my favourite too, Geraldine. 10 bonus points. He got five bonus points before we started recording because he said I was as beautiful as ever. Dirty little teams. Oh, right. Uh, DJ Critters and Larry. Yep. How long is the New Zealand 90 mile beach? Um, I'm going to say nine miles. And so oh. they accidentally added a zero. Nine miles. A typo for the ages. Uh, Nigel Lovell. How long is the New Zealand 90 mile beach? Well, no one's gone for the obvious answer, so it would make sense to go for 90 miles. But um, uh, New Zealanders do do speak with that funny sort of twang, that, 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 that sort of funny twang in their accent. So I reckon that 90 sounds more like 19. So I'm going to go for 19 miles and think that someone just misheard them because they speak weird. Very good. I've just realised we didn't do a jingle for this week. I've got a really good one for next week. Right, Geraldine, answers please. Uh, I tell you what, I'm afraid you're all incorrect. But I tell you what, Trevor Feelgood, I love the way you stretched your arms out for an audio podcast. So I'm going to give you 25 points. DJ Critters, it's, it, you, you were wrong. But Nigel Lovell, you might have been wrong. But your accent, your New Zealand accent was beautiful. And it made me tingle inside. You get 52 points. I tell you what, round it up to 55 because it's 55 miles long. Oh, you're too kind and beautiful, Geraldine. That's another 26 points. Congratulations. Are we sure that Nigel's camera is actually on? Can he actually see you? Ah, too right, he can see. Do you want to lose your point? It's funny. It's a very... I'm trying. Right, Uh, moving on to the next question. And we're going to go to DJ Critters first. Mm. What meat is used in the dish Bombay duck? Uh, I've heard of this, but I can't think. Um, lamb. Lamb. I have no idea. I can't remember. Bombay duck lamb. Uh, Nigel Level. What meat is used in the Bombay duck? Well, it's not. It's very difficult. It's not meat at all. It's not meat. It's fish. That's what Bombay duck is, it's fish. So if you're allergic to fish, don't eat duck. Well, not Bombay duck. Bombay Bombay duck? duck. (laughs) I think you said the wrong word there. Bombay. No, Bombay duck, as in in duck from a aeroplane's Bombay. Oh, so it's parachuting ducks. Exactly, but they're actually fish. It's confusing all the way round. Trevor Feelgood, what meat is used? In Bombay Duck. All right, I'll take the bullet. I think it's duck, but when I make it, I don't actually use duck. I actually use Orville from Keith Allen and Orville. No. And I put him in there, and uh, he, he can't fly anymore. 
That's quite no, cool. I'll tell you what, Trev, I enjoyed that because that little duck does my fucking tits in. So that little oh, I don't like. fuck right off. There's 100 points for Trevor Feelgood. You're incorrect. DJ Critters, you silly Billy, this was in one of your quizzes that I'm you posted. And of course, there's no doubt. The starry eyes, the beautiful glistening twit in his eye. He's got it right. It was in course fish. So that's 1,432 points to my favourite Nigel Lovell. And Geraldine, do you like Bombay duck? Because uh, I was thinking you may, may be having you over for dinner and cooking it for you. I'll tell you what, I, I can prepare my Bombay duck for you if you like. I'll make sure it don't taste that fishy. Bombay fuck. What have, what have you done to Larry? <laughs> I can't believe what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. This is Larry's first time on the show, isn't he? Have you never Ooh. met Geraldine before, Larry? No, 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 no. She is a wonderful, wonderful. She she does sound lovely, but um, not quite sure myself. My what big neck is that? Enables me to fit everything inside. Ooh. And she's got legs go all the way up, <laughs> all the way up to her hips. Right. Am I on first date? You you've never had a first date, Trev. Well, yes. he wants he wants bottled from this show to, to go on the first date. He did. I, I did. I, I did do that. Yes. Can I just point out, walking behind someone that was on the same train carriage as you does not count as a date. It does. If you if you're holding a candle, it does. <laughs> I've seen these videos. But don't go to don't go to a Chris Tingle service. Otherwise, you're going to be dating hundreds of people at the same time. Right. Uh, yeah, Christian's taking over Christmas. Right, um, Nigel Lovell, what is a collection of pandas known as? Um, a collection of pandas? I didn't even know that, that, that they're supposed to be rare. I, I didn't think you'd be... <laughs> and besides, who, maybe this is why they're rare. Who is collecting pandas? Why would you collect a panda? Edinburgh Zoo. Say again? Edinburgh Zoo collects them. Do they? Yeah, I saw a video where they were where they were doing the bumpy pumpies. It was most distressing. You were misses. Well, if if there's such a collection, then why do I keep giving to a charity to save the little fuckers then? Um, okay, I reckon it's called a scam of pandas. Yeah. On the basis of that, yeah, they're always collecting money and apparently there's a collection of them, so you don't bloody need it. So a scam of pandas. Have you got them confused with Pudsy? He's a bear it's that's effing all... ridiculous. Uh, uh, oh, Trev Feelgood. Huh? Oh, that's almost the next question. Uh, what's the collection of pandas called? A collection of pandas is a burglary because of their little their little eyes they're all blacked out aren't they they're mm. always on a job stealing money from nigel it, it looks like they're doing it's, it's very good lovely call back trevor um did the dj critters what's what's a collection of pandas called um is it a a case of pandas in panda coke then the panda cola comes in a case 
there's a case of pandas. For the younger listeners, there used to be something known as panda pops from Silver Spring, which used to be made in Folkestone, not far from us. Or is it, um, you know, when you get really ill and you go to hospital and you don't know what's wrong, you get a case of the pandas? Do you? I have no idea. <laughs> a pandasitis. <laughs> a panda well, if it's not. If it's not pan, a pandemonium, I am going to be very disappointed. <laughs> that, uh, it's got to be. It's got to be. Geraldine, what is it? Well, it's not the correct answer, but I don't want my lovely Nigel to be disappointed. So I'm going to say it's pandemonium. What is the actual answer? Embarrassment. What? Embarrassment. Why? They don't blush. Oh. You've never... You've never heard, you know, you never heard a joke what's black and white and red all over, an embarrassed panda. But do you know why they're called an embarrassment? Because they're an embarrassment for taking all my money, that's why. Well, there's that as well, but there's also because they don't like fucking each other because they're embarrassed of each other's wibbly parts. Oh. That's, that's why they're on the decline, apart from in Brazil, where they're nicking your money. Good morning, I think I'm technically a panda. Uh, what? <laughs> I think I'm technically a panda. How are you, you a panda? You like to fuck other people, but they don't like to do it to you. Because I haven't had sex in so long, I'm technically a panda. It's on. It's on my axe, uh, Mark. <laughs> no, it wasn't listening. No. No. Carry on. Carry, <laughs> carry on. Randy one and uh, elephant one. <laughs> Randy one and elephant one. Um, Right. Okay. Well, so, we'll do a bit tread first. How many hearts does an octopus have? Two! I know that. I think. Mm. I've watched QI. I know some things sometimes. Did Normally you... the buzzer will go off. Two! Think you might yeah. be off now. Uh, how many hearts does an octopus have? Yeah. I, I know this one. I, I think it's three. Because it's a magic number. Oh, and a dream for oh, that. bollocks. Um, <laughs> no, hearts, not bollocks. Oh, oh not bollocks. I have three bollocks, I don't know, but let's ask someone else. Ask the expert. Oh, that's why That's why they walk so funny. <laughs> I, I had a friend who, who there was his chat-up line, he used to say to ladies in the nightclubs, well, I've got three bollocks. They go, no, you haven't. You don't believe me, have a little touch. <laughs> He had a very high success rate. Um, <laughs> Nigel Level, how many hearts does an octopus have? How many hearts does an octopus have? Uh, that sounds like the new Barry Manilow single. How many hearts does an octopus have? You know, if he sang like that, obviously. That's ten points for your serenade in me. <laughs> oh, it's all for you, Geraldine. Everything I do is I do it for you. Oh, sorry, that wasn't Barry Manilow. That was uh, Brian Adams. But but the same thing, you know. Yeah. Um, how many hearts does that... Do you know what? Can you imagine how rubbish it would be to be an octopus? Because, look, we've all been through it. You know, you meet this lovely girl, you're very much in love, and then she goes off with someone cooler and better good-looking with you, and you have your heart broken. And it's terrible. It's awful. Can you imagine being an octopus who have five hearts? That's five times the the the, the heartbreak. Oh, sorry, I did say everyone knows what it's like to have someone love you and then then break your heart. But Trevor, you'll just have to take our words for it. 
I've been around the block with ladies. Um, some, sometimes I don't have to pay for it, but some of most of the time they have got PayPal, so it's fine. Right. Walk, walk around with one of those um, card machines in their pocket. No, see what it I, does is he tries swiping it up their ass crack. <laughs> I did ask that in a strip club once. I said, I haven't got any cash. Have you got chip and pin? They said, yes. Like, Thank you very much. Uh, the true story. That's not, I made that up. That actually did happen. <laughs> Carry on. Tell me more about the strip club. Where was it? Yeah, where is it? Uh, I was Brighton. No, no, I don't know where it was. It was an imaginary one I made up. It wasn't called Gracie's in Brighton. Actually, ladies. Uh, I paid for ladies. If it wasn't, then I want want my refund. You never know with Brighton. It's all encompassed there. Everyone's included and no exclusions around. You could have been anyone. So I want a gig in. Before we get into trouble with Brighton. um, Yeah, I want a gig in Brighton again. I don't want to get in trouble. So I, I think they were ladies. Very one, one person who got the answer correct, and I'm afraid it's not Nige. Nige, you didn't get it right. Oh, he, you've broken my eight hearts now, Geraldine. Don't worry, don't worry. Listen to how the points are going to go. <laughs> Trevor Feelgood, I love a nice strip story. So you got ten points. Nigel, you look so sad. It broke my heart. And as a giraffe, I only have one, but seven vertebrae. One times seventy-seven. Times the three of the hearts. That's 21 times. you got 21,000 points. What? And DJ Critters, you broke the heart of my lover, Nigel Lovell. So I didn't. It was points. Larry. Yeah. I didn't do nothing. Well, he's on your fucking team and he's a prick. Oh, oh talking of hearts. Did you, did you see that man who, who got a heart transplant, but it's from a pig? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you all hear about that? The, the doctor said he'd be all right. As long as he carries on rubbing in the oinkment. Oh, you are so good. I, I like to claim that's mine, but I saw it on Twitter by somebody called Cyril Turcockerel. And when, when he gets home, he's going to have a nice glass of swine. No, this stop now. We're not doing any more puns. That is it. <laughs> oh, oh, got something in my eye. No! 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 Ah. Right. Second to last question. DJ Critters and Larry. Larry, I apologise for Geraldine. Um, True or false, you can sneeze in your sleeps. True? Okay. Nigel Lovell. True or false, you can sneeze in your sleeps. Can you sneeze in your sleep? How would you know? You're asleep. How would you, how would you know? If anyone says, oh, I can sneeze in my sleep, I think they're telling they're, they're, they're telling porkies. They've probably got a pig for a heart. I'm saying no, you definitely can't sleep. You can't sneeze when you're asleep. Okay. Chris Barnes. There's no Chris around. There's a guy with glasses. Take a drink. Take a drink. He's done it again. I think Chris Barnes isn't here tonight. We've got his good. Oh, right. Feel good. Trevor, feel good. No, well saved. You can sneeze in your sleep. I think you can, but then you wouldn't realise you've done it. So I'm saying yes. But can you sneeze with your eyes open? Is that something you can do? 
I, I saw a, a video of angry kids try and do it, and his eyes popped out onto the mirror. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an animation. Can you do it properly? I need to know. Come on. Um, you can, but there's there's a, a very high chance of detached retinas. Ah. So there you that go. sounds oh. blinding. I'm so glad I went down that comedy cul-de-sac for that. I thought there'd be a funny answer, but there wasn't was there. But okay. at least there's one funny man on this on this podcast. Yeah, and it's a puppet. All right, come on, come oh, on, Dave. Nigel, <laughs> sorry, come on, Paul. One. Oh, come on, Paul isn't here. I mean, Dave, come on. <laughs> it's Geraldine's turn to talk, you dick, because I give the answers. Right, true or false? You can sneeze in your sleepies. Is of course false. You can't sneeze in your sleepies. So DJ Critters and Larry, you get one point for being quick. Uh, Trevor Feelgood, you get 82 points, but standing there in the lead because if you say you do sneeze in your sleep, you're a fucking bullshitter. He gets 85,000 points. Well done, Nigel. Mm. You know what? Sometimes, Geraldine, I think that you try and flatter me just for your own personal benefit. And, you know, I'm, I'm completely against corruption. Usually, but in this case, I think I love it. Oh, that's good because what I've got planned for you tonight, you're going to love even more. I cannot wait. Get on with the next question and we can get to bed. Perfect. Right, Dave, hurry up, you fucking grey twat. Oh, okay. Um, what's your favourite Christmas present? It's Nigel. Oh, my favourite Christmas present. My favourite Christmas present came actually just after Christmas. It came today when I was asked to be on this podcast and I knew that I'd be able to speak to the beautiful and sexy and elegant Geraldine again. That's 82,000 points plus the first number I was thinking of times it by the amount of bananas on my table. You've got yourself 82 million points. You've got a new leader. Uh, Okay, Uh, I can make you feel good. Trev. Hmm. Nigel, can you can you flirt with the elephant so I can say get a room? Because then that joke would work. It doesn't work with the giraffe, does it? Go on, then. That was worth interrupting you, wasn't it, Dave? Go on. Uh, yeah. Honestly, Trevor, if you want me to flirt, yes. I know you're telling me to flirt with Dave, but really you want me to flirt with you because, you know, I can see it in your beautiful eyes. I, I would say I don't blue like eyes. This. I've got no no idea what colour they are because my my video quality isn't good enough. But I'm imagining that they're blue, and I'm looking deep into them and imagining that little tickle of your beard, that little tickle of your beard on my face. And I'm. Can looking you go flirt with um, Geraldine again? I, I preferred that. Okay. Okay, you too. Good. Um, uh, I can make you feel good, Trev. What was your favourite Christmas present this this year? Uh, it was my new microphone, but I don't, I don't want to pick it up because then it'll start. I've got a proper one this year instead of the shit I had last time. And Ooh. you can hear me, can't you? What? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's almost like a, a after the gig that we did where there was no microphone, I have to carry this around at all times just in case that I go to a gig and there isn't a microphone because I'm not having that again. You do that again, I'm walking. Um, Trev, out of interest, yes. how shit have you got to be that when you get to a gig, the promoter takes away the microphone? No, there was a bit of a mix-up. They thought I was bringing one, and I thought they had one. 
and then we didn't have one. Oh, so a, a oh, bit of a mix-up. Is yeah. that what they told you? I see. Yeah. No worries. It still went all right. They, they did the quiz here at the night, so that that's how bad it was. It, it went all right, and you can listen to uh, to the whole thing, of course, on the uh, on last season's podcast. Oh, seamless, good. seamless link, isn't it? Look at Macy's professional, isn't he? DJ Christmas. What was your favourite Christmas present this year? My favourite Christmas present. I don't know. It's difficult to tell. I've got lots of books and things like that, but um, probably going to go with my um, signed um, picture that was drawn by a, uh, an, a a great artist, and it was of Terry Pratchett and Deaf. Um, it's one nice. of his memorial nice. pictures. What about Larry? Had. Did Larry get anything nice? Uh, no, Larry wasn't around at Christmas. I, I, I came around after Christmas. And oh. that was but surely you got a backstory where you could have got something for Christmas? Well, now you say, I've got these new glasses. Look, more glasses. Oh, you've got, oh, they're really nice glasses, Larry. Honestly, don't let anyone tell you different. I think they suit you very much. You've got a string on the back so they don't fall off. Oh, oh that's just what you want, honestly. The amount, I mean, you like me, I used to wear glasses, and the amount of time that you spent looking for glasses that you've put down, wearing glasses on a string around your neck is, is just a, a thing. And not only that, I find it makes makes you very attractive. Oh, yeah. I find that a safety nightmare. Can't find me. Now he's flirting with Colonel Sanders. What's going on? <laughs> Do you want to know all the secret recipe? Oh, no, I don't. Mind. I'll give you my five spices. <laughs> Do you want some special sauce? sporty, baby, scary, and the other one. Oh, change. Right. Right. Um, Geraldine, I've never asked you a question before. Correct answer. I'll ask you now, what's your favourite Christmas present? Finding out that Nigel Lovell was going to be the first guest of this series. I tell you what, my quim's been a quiver ever since. Oh, thank you very much, Geraldine. Uh, right, Geraldine, who, who oh. won? Yes, yes. Oh, hello. Um, she, she's listened back and she doesn't want to be a guest on here anymore. Um, oh. Right, uh, it's Geraldine. Uh, I tell you what, so in last place with minus 41 points, it's uh, DJ Critters. Uh, in third place is Larry on eight points. Second place on what would normally be our winning score, 2,483 points. It's Trevor Felgood. Well done, Trev. But in the ultimate lead, and he's taken the crown from anti-during battalion for the highest score ever achieved on this podcast. With 8,428,632 points, it's the one, the only, 13th inch wonder of the world, Nigel Lovell! That's so kind, thank you, thank you. Uh, Do you know what, Um, it's been so special for me to be here where I'd just like to say that I'm donating all all the winnings from this, this quiz, I'm going to donate it to charity because, you know... Just being handsome and good-looking and, and having such a wonderful, supportive, beautiful lover as Geraldine is enough in my life. I don't need the money as well. So I'd like to donate all that money that we win for doing this quiz to charity. There'll be a couple of pandas outside your house in a minute, mate. 
Oh, fuck the pandas. No, I'm keeping it. <laughs> oh, right, okay. So, it's a donkey sanctuary all over again. Someone's got to fuck the pandas, haven't they? That's, a, that's what we're going to go stink for. Oh, why don't you have a go, Trevor? You've tried everything else. Oh, what, bestiality? Well, yeah, maybe. I've got, if I've got a spare weekend, you know, I might be able to fit one in. Ah, bestiality. It's Trevor good speciality. <laughs> oh, I think we've it... lost Nigel. <laughs> I'm not having sex with animals. Ben agrees with this. Nigel. Have you had an heart attack? <laughs> it's for science, Trevor. It's for science. I don't care if it's for science. They're not having it. No. You have to film it, and you can make some more money. I've seen a film oh, before. That's the story for another show. Right. What would I put it? What I put it on Pornhub, or I'm send it to David Attenborough for his uh, for his um, uh, BBC documentaries. Go, go and buy your previous uh, experiences. I recommend sending off to you being framed. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Only if I fall off the back, then then we send it to you in frame. Looks very perfect. I don't like to show a clip more than eight seconds as well. So, how um, dare you <laughs> before we say goodbye to our lovely guest um, let's go around the room and do our New Year's resolutions uh, feel good. what's your New Year's resolution this year uh, to try and not have sex with animals I'll try but there's no guarantee that will happen keep on the wagon I'm proud of you uh, DJ Critters what is your New Year's resolution um I haven't really got one, but I'm going to say probably try to be a bit more awesome. You're doing a good job. Um, Larry, what's your New Year's resolution? Um, To do more of these podcasts. Yes, these are quite fun, aren't they? Given it is a fucking elephant or a giraffe or dairy. I'll be honest, I don't enjoy it. Um, Nigel, I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cody, wait, 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 wait. I've got to do something else. Um, me, uh, I'm gonna <coughs> stop, stop, Geraldine. Uh, sorry, uh, I, I, my, 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 my New Year's resolution is to, um, to take up stage fighting Ooh. so that if anyone looks at the wrong way at Geraldine or insults her in any way. I can keep her safe and protect her. Thanks, you can go back now. You can go back to doing that. That, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. 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 My mother said it's safe to talk with the dolphin. I can't wait for the dolphin. Okay. Is that Orville? I thought he was in your Bombay duck. Um, he is. Has he been doing necking with the giraffe? All right, fine. Not every joke's going to land, is it? Come on, got to finish it off. <laughs> it looked like Larry was about to finish work off. Um, yeah, I'm not really. It's a kids' show. Come on. Right, kids' show. It's not. This is not a kids' show. What so, is the average TV age of your audience? Um, thirties uh, to fifties. All right. right. Not um, kids. No, Nigel, you listen sometimes, don't you? I listen all that I would never miss an episode of this podcast that I wasn't in. One of our regulars, uh, regular listeners, is 11. 
He listens every week because he loves Geraldine and, and Dave. Oh. And I love him too. Um, promote stuff, Nigel. So, as you can see... You do, you do it. Tell us now, people. As you can hear, I am a very skilled children's entertainer. <laughs> and I have a, a multi-award-winning kids show called The Extraordinary Time-Travelling Adventures of Baron Munchausen, which is a family-friendly storytelling show and will be appearing at the Leicester Comedy Festival at the Attenborough Arts Centre. Uh, it'll also be going to the Museum of Comedy and to the Wimbledon New Theatre. Uh, all of this is coming up. Uh, so, yeah, go to our website, which is www.timetravellingbaron.com. Talking of Wimbledon, by the time I'm finished with you, you're going to need new balls. Now, Nigel, before you go, we like our guests let us, listener, go away with words of wonder and um, all that jazz. So, could you could you inspire our listener, please? Listen. Sometimes things can be dark. Sometimes life can be hard. Sometimes you can have your heart broken. But just remember, things could always be worse. Because if you were an octopus, you'd have had three hearts broken. Take courage from that and keep going. Thank you very much, Nigel. I think that's the most sensible one we've ever had from anyone. So oh, congratulations uh, on your win. Well done, Trevor. Feel good on your second place. Well done, Larry, on your debut bronze. Even though you was meant to be on the same team as DJ Critters. Um, and, and well done for turning up and editing the show, Mark. Thank you. There's, there's one question we have to ask Nigel, of course. Nigel, are you living the dream? Ah, oh, do you know what? I don't know whether it's reality or a dream. It's just all so perfect. Good answer. How much are we paying him? Oh, yeah, no, definitely not living the dream because you're not paying me. <laughs> you, you can, uh, I'll tell you what, you can have... 50% of the profits from the last three series is. is, is. Yeah. Not that much. You told me that 10p was mine. We, we, I, I think we're heavily out of pocket, I'll be honest. Yeah, you are. My microphone cost £150. Yeah, yeah but far. you see, that, that that's like, how long you've been doing that? And how long that microphone going to last? I reckon that microphone will last you a, a long time. Therefore, the £150 over, let's say, I mean, looking at you, you've got at least four years to live. Uh, if you take that down, it's, uh, you know, it's not so much per year. <clears throat> You're right. I, I got it even cheaper because I, I use Paul's credit card. Ooh. <laughs> Just don't, just don't tell his wife. No. And if she asks, it was only £25. He got it in the sale. It's nice to know that Paul's wife doesn't listen to the podcast. She'll never know. She has to live with him. She don't have to listen to him as well. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Nigel, for joining us tonight. Uh, you've been uh, an excellent first guest for 2022. Oh, thanks for joining me later, Pat. 
Uh, look, it's been genuinely, it's been such an honour, and it's you know, this has been one of the highlights of my my year so far. Glad to hear it. So uh, I think that's about it for for this week. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. Come on, Geraldine. Bye. Let's go. Leaving. Ah, good night, everybody. But I tell you, it's going to have the best of nights. Your ears are waving. Your beards are waving. Your ears. My, my ears. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not her ears are waving. It's her legs. If Nigel could breathe through his ears, I'd be the happiest girl in the world. And with that tongue of yours, you make me the happiest boy in the world, Geraldine. Oh God. <laughs> Musical Insights.